Elaine, you don't like the movie? I hate it! I want to rent a movie. I want to rent a movie. What's that for? You work in a video store. I work in a shitty video store. I want to go to a good video store so I can get a good movie. Money now and a lot more when I get in that office. I can take that to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the Black Bank. I treated you like a son! You fucking stabbed me in the heart! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck! Master, number three managed to get the gold, but he just sent up a signal. Right. I'll check what the problem is. And then, I'll avenge you. Don't worry. These men are all gonna die. Threaten her with a bomb. No, I said I didn't have a bomb. You said bomb. I said it's not like I have a bomb. You said bomb on an airplane. What's wrong with saying bomb on an airplane? You can't say bomb. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of our little social experiment, Breaking Brad. I believe this is session four. It's a very special session. Uh, returning with us always is Dr. Sammy from the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema. Sammy, how are you this evening? Very good, sir. How are you? Good, good. Also, we have uh, Dr. Jose from Watch Skip Plus uh, participating in this and doing some grading with us on, on Brad. How are you this evening, Jose? I'm good. How is your mother, Joy? Oh, thank you. Excellent. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we also have our experiment himself, Mr. Brad Anderson. Brad, you're, hey, you're buddy. looking sharp today. How, how are hey. we feeling? I, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Sure. We'll go with that. Okay. Well, this is a very special episode, and we wanted to bring some additional consultation in on this session uh, and actually, the person who chose this experiment is with us this evening. I had the distinct pleasure of introducing two people from one of the greatest podcasts ever created. And that, of course, is Night of the Living Podcast. And we have two very, very special guests. We have Amy and Freddie. How are you two doing this evening? Wonderfully. Thank you so much for having us. This is exciting. That was such a nice thing to say. <laughs> Are you kidding? It really was. Thank it, you. It is. I mean, it, I, just me personally, there are two podcasts that got me to Horror Hound, and there are two, I mean, there are two shows that got me into podcasting Night of the Living Podcast and Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema. To have the people oh, here that created that is oh, crazy, yeah. man. It's the OGs. I'm so excited. OGs, baby. Let me let me say for the record, since we're here talking about that, that Night of Living Podcast is one of the podcasts that I listen to that got me into podcasting. So they are the original OG. Yeah. It's crazy to think back on and how all long that, we've all yeah, known each other. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. Uh, My bones <laughs> turned to dust just now. <laughs> now it all has to it all has to end tonight because no. the winds will come. 
and mm. scrape me away. And yeah. still, still feels like the new frontier to me. Like podcasting still feels like a new thing to me. Yeah. And wow. everybody and their brothers got one and everybody yeah. and their brothers are podcaster on tv or in movies yeah but they don't yeah. they don't last as long as you guys uh i mean you have been around a long time you have it's influenced true. a lot of minds i mean uh your entire show um sammy will i mean what, what's crazy to me is watching my kids grow up and watching you guys be major influencers on my kids uh which is why <laughs> i think so they horrifying. turned out so well they turned out really well because they were <laughs> around you guys because of you they did turn out great, great you. well <laughs> and your wife but like you, well, like I, your wife, but like I did the heavy yeah. lifting. Yeah. Tabitha was, was just there for the looks. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm the doctor here. I'm just going to clarify. It was mostly me. That's true. Yeah. It was mostly <laughs> Sammy. Uh, uh, that deep, good group. It takes a village. It does. Voice. Weirdos. So this, this is going to be a super interesting <laughs> episode. We, we actually were at horror hound. And when we explained our little social experiment to Amy and Freddie, we actually let them pick out uh, this month's movie that we subjected Brad to. And of course, we're going to talk about a film that if you were to look at the cover, it, it sells it as Cave Girl Gangs, Rock and Roll, Cannibalism, and Cato Kalin, shot on brilliant film. And of course, we are talking about Kansas Bowling's BC Butcher, which I think runs in just under an hour. Yeah, fifty-one um, minutes. Fifty-one minutes. Now, Freddie, uh, I I have to I have to defer <laughs> to you for a second. This was your pick. You picked this out specifically for Brad. You had an entire just table of movies yeah. to choose from from the trauma table, and you gravitated to this one. Why? This is an interest. This from the the psychological experiment angle of this. It's interesting because I honestly was drawn to it because you were drawn to it. Oh, really? Because remember, we had like three in contention, and you kept going, but this one is, uh, this is like, builds itself as the first proto, this is the first slasher on planet Earth right here. And I'm like, that really does, that's a, that makes sense. And then I was like, you know, I feel like Troy secretly really wanted to see this movie, and he, but he wanted to blame someone else. Uh, I will say one of the picks that we had that I, I think somebody from the table like chose for us when we read it, I'm like, wow, I, I think Brad would really enjoy this film. So we, we ditched that one. There's yeah. no way <laughs> we're showing that yeah, one. He's like, he's going to, he would like this one too much, put it back. Yeah. And when we brought, when we, we actually purchased multiple copies, <laughs> everybody at the table <laughs> stopped what they were doing to just double check if we knew what we were doing um, in buying multiple copies of this. But uh I think Kate is rolling eight well that night. Do what? Oh, yeah. Like the three copies. <laughs> yeah. Like a little notification. She's like, oh, someone bought three of my films. <laughs> Eating well, well the night. Up, so. She's just a kid herself. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I didn't know this. Um, so she, I think, wrote and directed this. But she's also mm -hmm. an actress. She's been in a Quentin Tarantino film, Brad. Yeah, Did she, you know that? Uh, what? Yeah, uh -huh. she once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes, yes. I think she's one of the Manson family, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, she, she also has a uh, a new film coming out too. I think Fangoria was promoting it here recently. I forgot what the Pretty Little Things or something like that. But if you go look at the trailer, she's very much a art house um, director. Uh, but let, let's let's get into talking about Brad and his experience with BC Butcher. 
for, for tonight, I'm probably going to be taking a lot of notes and letting you guys drive the discussion. But um, yeah. Amy and Freddie, since, since you're new to this, uh, we'll kind of turn it over to you. Is there oh. any specific questions you have for Brad in his experience in watching this film? I do. Okay. Um, I, I would wonder what like a grown ass man <laughs> would think of this movie that is, you know, very much from a, a young woman's perspective. Okay. And, you know, I had to read a lot of like old white dude books when I was in college as an English major. And sometimes I'm like, I don't get this. I don't understand this. It's not good to me. So now I'm wondering if, if that, if, you know, what, what went through your mind? Oh, um, so I'll, many things, not a lot <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. With you. Uh, the, are you, are you hinting at like the girl power aspect of this film? Well, I just don't know if sometimes you're like, I just can't, re- I can't find a relatable moment in this. I don't know. Sometimes be- I, I, I feel like I fail when I do that with yeah. some stuff, but I have a hard time, um, relating to a prehistoric slasher. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. And Kato Kalen being, I guess, I don't, I don't know. Some of the uh, other men in this don't have a whole lot of screen time. And one of them is just banging rocks together. And another guy should not be shirtless. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't mind that. Yeah, uh, we know. of course you <laughs> did. We, we're not Jesus surprised. Christ. Yeah. Big deal. <laughs> Harry shoulders. Nice. <laughs> so Amy, did you find something too re- on the flip side? Did you relate yeah, to something in this movie? Well, the, when, you know, I'm watching it and listen, I, I know what trauma is and I know what I'm getting into. And, um, and I was like, this is not great. I get what you're trying to do, but it's not great. And then the minute you told me that this was written and directed by a young woman, I was like, well, good for you. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of where I went. I can't help it. Changed it. my opinion too. Like once I knew it was a 17 year old kid who made it, I yeah. was like, oh, this is as dumb as the stuff I made when I was 17 right. with my buddies in school, but Lloyd Kaufman didn't buy my little movie and then distributed on Blu-ray to, you know, a bunch of strangers, you know, yeah. it felt like a homemade, uh, like a, a fun thing that kind of got blown into a, uh, an actual release by a, a real label, you know? Yeah. And, and not just any old Blu-ray packed with special features, like mm. cave girl commentary intro boy Lloyd, intro by Lloyd Kaufman prehistoric first scene BC butcher goes ape shit in Hollywood uh, Lloyd Kaufman's tell all interview with director Kansas bowling theatrical trailer two music videos a radiation march and traumatic trailers mm. <laughs> this thing's packed I think we I got our money's worth. Really? I was gonna I was say saying, I did kind yeah. of I did kind of identify with the whole like parts of this came off kind of like mean girls, like, yes. you know, I'm prettier and more popular than you. Yeah. Oh, stay away from my man. Um, and then the whole, like, you know, they fight and then they go gathering, which was the weirdest. <laughs> this movie is not ever. very, it's this, like, this movie yeah, is they're, not at very each other, they're at each other's throats. And then they're like, let's go gathering. And then they're just like, the one girl throws the basket and does like a cartwheel or something. It's so weird. <laughs> that's so a lot of moments odd. like that. that. That's the women empowerment <laughs> angle right there. Yeah. It feels like the Kato Kalen stuff. And like there, I felt like they just were like, do something. What you think is cute and funny. <laughs> Kato, we need to talk. Like, kiss about. these drapes. <laughs> oh yeah. show, show your nipple. I want to, I want to, 
talk about this for a second. So Troy and I had the great benefit of watching this together. And can we preface this? We were not under the influence of anything. No, Stone <laughs> cold sober. This we drank later. Watch. This was a morning yeah. watch. So we're, we're, we had coffee. We had caffeine. We were under the influence of each other's company. Yes. The oh. oh. so love was in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Troy's like, right, let's watch BC Butcher. And I'm like, you know what? It's 51 minutes. How bad can this be? Mm. You know, I have to say, watching it with Troy and everything else, and I, I Troy, I'm kind of speaking for you here. We we laughed a lot through the whole thing, <laughs> through Almost the whole thing, all the time. Yeah. And I and I and I know that this movie is not good. I, I no, I'm, not by mile, <laughs> <laughs> not, not even close. It, it it feels like a movie made by a teenager, and there is some. I, I have to give her some kudos for that, but. It is not a great film at all, but we, for whatever reason, got into the mood and, uh, you know, we no no mind altering chemicals of any type, <laughs> just good old fashioned friendship. You were and, vibing uh, with it. I, my we, mind, my mind was altered and it didn't, <laughs> it didn't help much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, I mean, it, for whatever reason, it worked for us. And when Kato Kalen came on the first time and tried <laughs> yeah. I know that you're going to laugh about this story because we laughed about it forever. And, and we quoted it the rest of the time I was with him that week. When he says, don't look at my butt. That became a thing. We were just randomly, Sammy, Sammy, don't look at my butt, Sammy. Yeah. Well, you're you know, don't look. The thing about that, that made me, that it took me like not the, I, I giggled at that, that I'm like, oh, he's like doing a, almost a Jim Carrey kind of shtick. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, he's trying to do something here. And I'm like, okay, I'm all, I laughed a little bit. Then I started thinking about the OJ Simpson trial and everything and him being a witness. <laughs> oh yeah. And all, all that stuff came around and it, that's what made it really funny was thinking about him being like this, this cultural care, this from this moment, the trial of the century yeah. and he's doing this high school girl's backyard, uh, caveman slasher movie like just that absurdity of it and then there's that point where you're like oh we're in the new realm man this is not absurd anymore and then it comes full circle that's like the thing where you're like no any you know it's not absurd anymore it's almost normal and then that's funny he has he has so i mean we were quoting this movie all day yeah. Quo- quotes Some, like, I, oh, I guess you could say what's, sometimes what's smell? dirt. Yeah, sometimes oh, I love dirt. Scandal, yeah, sometimes scandal doesn't pay off. I think, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I have a question for you, Brad. I, so I was a, after we experienced this film, I watched it again uh, by myself because I, I was trying to pinpoint the exact part of the film where you walked away because I know <laughs> you did not watch this in one setting. Oh no! Um, <laughs> it's fifty-one minutes. Look, I, it still felt. I've got all the, yeah. I've got it all these. I've got just. I'm I'm watching and I'm like, okay, this is the first time he walked away. This is the second. Okay, this is when he cursed me and my mother out, probably. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm curious. What what? How long did you last in the beginning? I didn't make it through the credits. <laughs> oh. oh, do you had to pause it and leave before the credits? I paused it and was like, <laughs> "God damn it, duck, duck, um, duck, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Greg. My apologies. Go ahead. <laughs> so it's all right. No, I, 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 I literally 
<laughs> I have a que- I have also a question. Is that Are a question? A question? <laughs> you got a question? Is this what we're doing? I'll be honest. I thought Sammy was laughing that whole time. <laughs> you have a duck laugh. Sound like a duck. I was like, Damn, I, I, I think crazy. there might have been a problem with like Blu-ray, or it, maybe this is the thing, but the sound didn't work during like the opening scene. Dude, were you going deaf no. again? Right? No, that's no. weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice really? anything. But anyway, huh. I. So we need to get yeah, you another copy. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> I did not make it through the so like when it like that music starts and stuff. I was like, oh, how much time do I have left? It was like, Ali, <laughs> you forty nine minutes. I was like, well, <laughs> yep. I'm gonna take a little walk here for a second to stretch the old legs. So it, I, I, I how probably much do you think made like she paid for that, half. Brad. For what? For the that the licensing Ali Oop, the song Ali Oop oh, for their know. opening. I don't know. You think I, it I it might be in a public domain at this point. That song. Maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe or maybe she, maybe she pimped out one of. The well, I mean, girls. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> as a favor. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good. It's a good recommend to watch the first two minutes and then take a quack walk. I mean, a quick walk. <laughs> I do want to. Okay, so yes, this girl was son of a bitch, seventeen at the time. So I don't want to be too harsh. Yeah, but I feel like if you put out a piece of art, you're allowed to critique it, right? Because like, if someone yeah. came to our podcast and said they didn't like it, we then put we it would out say, there. Quack off, right? <laughs> 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 so to, <laughs> I hate you so. Much. Not only did you make me watch this movie, but now I have to hear the quack. Um... <laughs> Feel like I'm in the Mighty Ducks or something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Sammy. I see you. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I had, I, won't do turn, it again. I, had, I had to turn down. I, that was too much. I would say, uh, yeah, the ducky <laughs> thing. I agree with you, man. What the hell? Is that that's like a something like a family joke, right? Probably. The duck it's duck? Gotta, no, it's something about that dude. Is he what? duck duck? Does it even associate with that DJ guy? That was a, the DJ in the movie had like the. Uh, <gasps> Do you think that there was just their family pet that they put in the movie? I don't. Even, it was a, it was a statue, wasn't it? No, no duck, it was a real a duck. duck. Oh, that was a living duck. <laughs> <laughs> I I think so. Yeah, I mean, so I think <laughs> that's what Brad was trying to say. If you're gonna put art out there, we're <laughs> yeah, they stabbed the, the stuff there. They stabbed the stuffed animal in this movie. Yeah. That was the weird. I was like, wow, the budget is so bad that. (laughs) Was it a budget choice or artistic choice? Uh, That was an artistic choice. I think it's an artistic choice. Maybe both. Maybe both. both. It was really great in the flashback when she's talking about the last time they killed a beast and they cut to it in her little thought bubble (laughs) and she's just stabbing that plush animal. I was like, I mean, the sound effect of the. Yeah, <laughs> and you feel like some of the cast were maybe thinking that they were playing it much more straight than others. Uh, and I don't know, you know what I mean? Like the, you had the what was her name? Uh, Anaconda. No, the leader was Neandra. 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 Yeah, Neandra seemed a little more like there were points when maybe she didn't get the memo what they were making, and she was yeah. like 
really leaning in on the emotion. Yeah. I think Meandra was, this was like, she was going for it. This was, this was her. <laughs> and everybody else was on Gilligan's Island, you know? <laughs> I did get a little excited when I saw Kadeem Hardison's name pop up, but I was like, yeah. oh, he, he was just the narrator. So he's done. Yeah. And barely. Yeah. Barely. He's talking narrator. about. Yeah. I was about to ask what narration I was a in little. In the beginning. The very beginning. When he's talking very about beginning. dolphins exiled into the sea. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, this oh, happened a million years ago, yet we're using yes. water bottles and knives, and there's a shack, there's steak, a shack steak in knives. one scene. There's steak knives. He's yeah. drinking out of the water bottle, yeah. yeah. Just- there are steak knives, there's Easter baskets, you know, you got your crafts, you got your crafts. And- I was so, like, as far as realism, was never even I on the table for me. That. Like, I was just like, this is literally her parents' backyard. I mean, that's like what you're dealing with. So at that and point, I'm just a like, nice backyard. It is a nice yeah. backyard, actually. And you wonder, yeah, Scooter, you wonder, maybe privileged. Scooter mm-hmm. was like, Scooter was like this. He goes, I bet you this was all filmed like in the same like five yard stretch. Yes. And they yes. just like aim the camera the other way yeah, or what have you. I was also confounded by the scene where um, he, I guess he had he had dressed up the dead woman, um, his <laughs> his love interest or whatever. And. And then he he she goes over and she starts like pulling the stuff off the the dead body or whatever. And then he like attacks her. It was so weird. I'm like, why is she doing that? Like, did uh, well, the whole that whole, whole death of that character in the beginning was also kind of uh, like like they kill her gutter and start eating her guts. And I'm like, this doesn't jive with like who these characters are in through the, rest the rest of the movie. movie. You know, doesn't right. jive with that uh, opening theme song, Alley Oop, at all. but the ugly kids did when they brought them in and they did which felt like the monkeys or something like the a moment out of like a 60s show i had that down there where brad probably had an aneurysm as soon as they did a musical (laughs) interlude because did did you just did you walk away at that part too brad what was the part the when the the band just the the number the musical oh yes yes well they're they're playing like the watermelon yeah yeah like a watermelon base (laughs) that didn't do it for you at all didn't do it for me uh just a little on the no side there troy how many times did you walk away from this film oh my god 10 i'm getting ready to walk away from this podcast (laughs) brad did you watch jabberjaw as a kid at all no i didn't brad he's too young for jabberjaw it's too young for You're talking about the shark? Jabberjaw's the shark? Yeah, the yeah. shark, and they had a band. Like, and yeah. it, that to me, like that moment was very much like the Archies or oh, whatever, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. just, yes. like, my shark show know. was Street Sharks. So Oh man. Oh. Street Sharks. Wow, you dated yourself on that one. <laughs> wow. I got nothing. That was, that was a cash in on Teenage Mutant Ninja Mutant Turtles. Turtles yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were like, well, if they it can was. do it, we can do it. Yeah, with sharks. On the streets. Like Go bots to Transformers as Shark. street sharks. Too. Yeah, it was sharks on the street. I like that. sharks, but with fishnet stockings. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I I mean, Brad, are is this another one? Blu-ray? You're just going to give away? I mean, you gave away Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, who wants it? I'm not too you far. Know, Brad, yeah, I might see. You I soon, remember. So I'll just give it to you. I remember listening to Drop Dead Fred and you were like, I think the quote was, I hated every fucking minute of this. <laughs> Fred. So I'm oh. wondering, 
Did you have the same reaction to these 51 minutes, even though you had walked away several times? I I was trying to be nice because it's a little, I feel like it's a little girl making this, but again, <laughs> if you make something and you can purchase it, you're allowed to then critique it. You yeah, feel man. really reserved right now. Like you're holding back. I don't understand. I mean, this is supposed to be therapy, Brad. As a father of a daughter, I, I feel really mean, like coming at someone's someone's daughter so you have a soul yeah a little bit. when it comes to when it comes to girls i guess because i'm you know yeah girl dad yeah also I, brad to be fair this is definitely not made for a man of our age no i mean generally speaking no, it's not we're really. not the target audience for this i feel like this other teenage girls how, might love this. How well, can you say that? It's distributed by Troma Films. How are we not the well, target audience? That, so, yes, confusing let, part. Let me kind of elaborate on that a little bit. It is kind of, for me anyway, and what at least a certain, well, all of us except Brad probably, and Brad somewhat, grew up on these movies, that these, these exploitation movies like this. This thing feels so tame. Oh, yeah. Compared to... What we're used to seeing, even I mean, even from Troma, who used to really, whether you like them or not, that's fine. But they used to really push the envelope, right? Of of good taste. A part of me was like, oh, there's yes. going to be, forgive me, Amy, there's going to be titties in this film, and there's. Like, I was shocked not. there were no titties, but then yeah, Freddie said too. it was a young lady, and okay. I said, oh, no how long titties. have uh, yeah, how long yeah, have yeah, you yeah. known Notop, and you? Oh, I am <laughs> fine with titties. <laughs> okay. Could you imagine what the conversation would be like? And you're like, this was directed by a 17 year old girl, and, <laughs> and there's tits, tits in it. <laughs> everywhere, wall to wall. I would have rather well, if it was a 17. If it was a 17 year old boy. You can yeah. bet there would probably be titties. <laughs> I was waiting for the dong. Yeah, I would have. Come on, and ladies. Anything. That's it's our turn now. I mean, it's a trauma right. film. It's it's being trauma. You expect, and you know, I mean, there is a little bit of cannibalism here. There's some of the the trauma tropes, so to speak. There, some of that stuff is in there. There's seductive, no exploding car though. No exploding car, but the, no but the, outlandish gore effects. They're just kind of. You know, they're pretty rudimentary. But, but there, you know. there is a very seductive grape eating scene that just goes on a little too far. <laughs> now, I was super oh hard God. watching that. <laughs> I knew uh, it. Okay. I was quite knew the charmer. It. Yeah. I mean, as dirty as it gets is the peek booby joke from Cato, right? Oh, the peek booby booby yeah. Which I bet was an improv because you can see him struggling oh. with that costume. Yeah, that whole... I don't, he didn't like, want his nip out. I don't think he had any. I don't think he had any lines to memorize. I think they just put him in front of the yeah. camera and said, "Do whatever you want to do, dude." They just <laughs> recite your testimony from the trial. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I can I give uh, Kansas Bowling some notes here, please? Oh, ab- okay. absolutely! Right. Yeah, right, we okay. got notes, yeah. notes from Brad. Here we go. Yes, go. And, and I'm going to use a phrase that I think was coined by Spike Lee. Oh, um, oh shit! Where is it? Where are we going? Is this another same, level, same level of? I feel yeah. like it's the same level of filmmaking. I feel like we're in the yeah. Spike Lee, Kansas uh, Bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Possibly. So the term is a trope in films, and it's called the magical Negro. And this okay. movie leans so far into that that again, it's like I know you're coming up and you're watching films, and you're you're taking influence from stuff. And there's a woman in this who's the only black girl in this movie. <laughs> who basically is that trope and it really she's even bl- she's even blind blind yeah so it's like yeah. 
God, we're, we're yeah. doing she, this. She does a Jamaican the, accent. From yeah. the islands, mom. No, and then yeah. she dropped, but then, then she, she drops, drops it, it. And then it comes back. <laughs> Yeah. But mm-hmm. like we're we're making a film called BC Butcher and we're doing that and it just out of everything in this movie that was one of the things that really bothered me. Hold oh, on, <clears throat> time out. I, thought we, were talking, I thought we were talking about Loquisha again. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're talking <laughs> BC Butcher, and the thing that comes to mind is, oh my goodness, they're using the magical blind Negro trope. And Spike Lee's probably just so pissed right now that she's pulling this off. That's exactly what you thought. <laughs> Spike just, Lee is rolling over in his grave. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Laker seats. I, he's a Knicks fan. Watch out now. Oh, oh Knicks. That's right. Oh, Knicks. Yeah. New York, son. Um, no, it's just it bothers me when a young filmmaker like could come up with like some new idea. And like, that's the thing that they do in their film. I, I it's like, come on, you're you're. Maybe you're not better than that, but you should be better than that. Do you think Kansas Bowling, when writing the screenplay, <laughs> was like, hmm, what's missing here? Duck. We need she a duck. She do the right, right thing. She said, you know what? Spike Lee's on the side. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I think happened yeah. there is I think her friend, uh, who just happened to be black, <gasps> was making a really... Uh, she had cool hair. A, a goofy choice. And I think that, like, had she been an adult, I think they would have recognized that maybe that's something they didn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cause they're going to yeah. feel weird about it later, probably, but maybe they won't. Maybe, maybe everybody will be like, uh, do whatever. Now I don't know what's happening anymore. What's going on in the world. <laughs> so I had to tell you, here's a, here's a, here's a, I guess a positive note for Ms. Bowling. Um, I, I, I mean, I know what trauma is, and so I was expecting a certain level of whatever, right? Right. I was not getting it with this. And I, I have to yeah. tell you, I sort of had the same reaction that Brad did to um, Drop Dead Fred, which was it it was an ordeal to watch this. And normally, you know, you know, you guys, I'm like, oh, I really hate it. Yeah, you're movie. a stamp. By the way, you put your stamp by on the everything. way. I, I know. By the way, I also watched it twice. No, I, I, I don't think I could ever go through this again but the positive note i'm gonna say is that even though i wasn't really laughing as much when it got to the point where she's portraying the inside of the the bc butcher's head and there's the ghost and she's laughing and then her head's being like superposed <laughs> three different ways and she's laughing i actually burst out into laughter from that. so i i thought that was, a good it was making me laugh <laughs> i thought that was a good touch for a 17 year old <laughs> Was shot it on sixteen millimeter film too, which is kind of crazy to think. Me and Troy were laughing about the all the African American character, not laughing at her, but we were laughing at the uh, the white characters calling her Bamba, Bambi, or Bimba. Yeah, they couldn't make up. They couldn't figure out her name name straight. Yeah, and then they (laughs) left her. And they just left her. Yeah, and it does make sense (laughs) that Brad is comparing her to Spike Lee film because I mean Devin Kawada, who played her, I mean she got game. So that's a bad joke. Sorry. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Is that the fourth one tonight? Uh, the fourth or fifth bad joke. I got more. Trust me. <laughs> Do you feel like camp by design is like something too that you're going that our generation, like you were saying, we grew up on those exploitation movies, right? Yeah. And all, all that drive-in stuff that didn't aim to be trash, but came out as beautiful trash on the other end and it was organic. Yes. And now you have these kids who are imitating it and trying to art- artificially recreate that vibe. 
when really I think the next camp movement is going to come out of earnest stuff, yeah, like yeah. things, things where people are really trying to make a movie and have their heart and soul in it and that, and then whatever comes out the other end. Right. You yeah, know, it, it's yeah. art. Yeah. This feels stuff. like, this feels like in a uh, Cronenberg's the fly when he sent the steak through and then she ate it and she's like, Oh, oh it feels synthetic. <laughs> this is what, that, yeah. this is what that feels like that they had, seen other movies they're like we're gonna do this and it's gonna be just as great and it's like oh it's synthetic state <laughs> well okay. yeah well here's my question so how many of these movies exist out there where some 17 to 20 year old even in film school where they probably even have more budget more connections so you got all these movies floating around there's thousands of them and even when we go to horror hound we see a lot of like first time horror films yeah, and they never see the light of day, right. ever. I mean, they'll show it show up at Whorehound, and then they just sit on somebody's hard drive from there on out. This mm-hmm. one happened to attract Trauma Films. It got distributed, and there's actually some kind of uh, halfway decent reviews out there of it, uh, where where people recognize what it is. And the comparison, even on the cover, is. It's if Russ Meyer directed the monkeys, which I think is accurate. It, it has that quality, right? Yeah. It's minus jugs. Minus jugs. Yeah, yeah, it's semi-accurate. The problem is it never, I mean, it never really hits the Russ Meyer yeah, note it, like they, they want to say. It doesn't push the boundaries to those films. Yeah. But yeah. why did this one out of, let's say, a conservative number of 10,000 other movies out there that never saw the light of day, why did this one get full distribution premieres and everything else and is showing up at horror hound now all the time and can be streamed and everything else. Why, why did this one out of those 10,000? I think cause Lloyd Kaufman saw an angle on it. It being a really young filmmaker. That's what he does. He, he looks for young filmmakers who are very DIY, mm-hmm. um, AKA cheap, and uh, <laughs> but that they're working in genre and specifically working in this specific kind of deliberately trashy form of the genre. So I think that's why uh, he bought it and you know distributed it. But I think really, and also there is an audience for it. We're not the audience for it. I feel like a younger generation will, would this could be one of their party movies that they really think is hilarious you know but i just think i'm too old and i've seen it before if I, if i hadn't seen anything like this before i would have been like thought it was insane you know everything about it would feel insane but it feels <laughs> contrived to me because i'm a middle-aged man who has seen hundreds of movies like it you know okay yeah and that's the thing too i mean so i'm sitting there thinking about that when troy and i watched it you know we maybe we went into it because we have seen so many movies like this I mean, for you and I, Troy, sitting down to watch this, this was not, I mean, we've probably seen worse stuff than this two days before by ourselves. I mean, it's comfortable. Yeah. And I I don't know why. I don't know why it kind of worked. I mean, I I knew it was not good, but for whatever reason, I kind of like the interaction between Neandra and Anaconda. I found Anaconda (laughs) attractive, so she was pleasant to look at. Oh, Anaconda (laughs) is actually um, Sean Gunn's. Girlfriend or fiance? Yeah. So she's a director too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So she's really trying to get some of that gun money. And uh that gun money. Yeah. Cato Kalen, uh, I got that joke. Yeah. Cato Kalen is 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 terrible, but he has the 
some of the funniest moments because he is so terrible that I just I couldn't handle. I could not stop laughing. And then they bring in like Rodney Bingenheimer, who was very popular in L.A. as a radio DJ and all this stuff. It's just it just totally feels like at that point it turns into a trauma film with the duck duck stuff and all that. (laughs) And and I just kind of I don't know. I just kind of went with it. If this thing would have been any longer, I mean, I could 45 minutes long and it would have been fine. But if it would have been any longer, it would have been dreadful. And it was already it did feel longer than 51 minutes. I mean, I actually, when you asked that question at the beginning and everybody said 51 minutes, I was getting ready to correct everybody and say, no, it was like 63 minutes. 63 minutes. <laughs> this was at least three hours long. <laughs> uh, I feel too, like you're saying too, Sammy, they could have cut. There's so many moments in editing that could be trimmed out. Just little moments. And I mean, like lingering too long yep. on a That's shot. Right. Like you yeah. could trim out ten minutes just in lingers and and cutbacks that are un, <laughs> unneeded. To are those technical terms? Four minutes. I call, man. I, you know, lingers. Linger like it lingers. We need to cut like these it. lingers out. You got to cut the lingers out. Man. <laughs> you don't, you don't need, you don't. This movie doesn't need lingers. It's your mom and dad's backyard. I think. I think that that's a great name. If anybody don't steal that, I'm going to take that. That's a great name for another podcast, the Lingers and Cutbacks Podcast. Uh, lingers Excellent. and cutbacks. Sounds like a fish and chip shop. That sounds like corporate talk. Look, we've got fingers and cutbacks we got to do this week. Sounds like sounds like a back alley yeah. circumcision shop is what it sounds like. My brain is not working. This movie has killed me. Oh, oh, no. oh wait, 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 wait. I could, see that that? In, I could also that? see that in reviews, right? I would have given it five stars, but for the lingers. Yeah. Yeah, but for all the lingers and cutbacks. I would have given it for all the lingers. It's like a star per five uh, too many. You lose a star for five too many lingers. Hey, I got to say, I mean, I appreciate this film. If only now I can walk up to Tabitha and just go, (laughs) oh, you smell like elephant. I like elephant. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Some of the lines in this. And then, by the way, it just ends. Well, it ends with her. I mean, I I assume she went crazy. And was exiled? Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. She she beat the butcher. Spoiler. Sorry. She she, she <laughs> oh, won. Yeah. Spoiler. There's Final also a fantastic girl. couple dummy death. That was Spoiler. pretty great. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was pretty that good. That made me yeah. smile. Yeah. It did, especially smile. since they never. Especially since they never penetrated the water, they just kind of like floated. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's <was> fantastic. That <laughs> oh, was funny. I like that. They oh, never penetrated the water. No. no they didn't, and they there's, jumped. There's deeper the meaning there's deeper meaning psychologically to that. No. I know. And it sounds dirty when Jose Definitely. says it. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel so bad, Brad, because we we do this, and you are you have to watch these alone. And I got to tell you, uh, from this year, if I if yeah, I were to my, like, so Natalie asked me, she says, so what do you have to watch this month for your Breaking Brad? And I, I showed her, and I was like, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> I won't even ask this time. Usually she's like, oh, do you think I should watch it with you? No, I don't want to get divorced. Oh, <laughs> what if it turns out this is what she's into? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's like the best movie yes. I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I mean, would you would you enjoy this if you had seen it with all of us? I'm sure I would have. Yeah. But that would have been just because that would have meant I was hanging out with you guys. Mm. Yeah, it's more fun. It needs These a party. boys are the sweetest to each other. Oh, I love man. this male. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we are very tight. I, I wonder though. Hey, <laughs> she was a. It was, no. Brad Anderson. Oh. I fucked him. <laughs> oh. Oh. Huh? Bada bing. Anyway. Um, I, I, yeah, I wondered that. I wondered that even when Troy and I finished watching it, I think we may have even said that to each other. We may have said, you know, I, I wonder if us watching this together. But we we just were. I I think once they stabbed the stuffed animal, I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> and then you you and Troy towed each other off, and you're yeah. like, that movie yeah. was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wiped off my essence off his off his back. Yeah, and we just kept going. Wow, essence. I showed him my spear, and you know, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. See, did it get too emotional and then, earlier? And then, and then there was a cutback. There were too many cutbacks and lingers, man. Too many emotions, and now you have to swing the other way for a little while. And I get it, and I understand, but I just really think you guys should examine it. Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I shaved my beard, and it's really <laughs> fucking with me, man. You guys want to talk about masculinity? Freddie doesn't know what yeah. to do right now. I shaved off his head, all yeah. his off. For any of, the, any of the listeners who've been listening to Freddie for a long time, and and some of us. Uh, I don't know. As long as I've known Freddie, I don't think I've ever seen him without some form of face for some form of facial hair. Yeah, this is the first the time first. in like twenty years that I haven't had something. I yeah. love it. As I long as we've been married, you look so yeah. good, man. I, I'm just yeah. I'm putting that I mean, out there. You I like it. I think. Thank you. Great. I appreciate that. I feel like a <laughs> hobbit, though. I said when my hair is down. They look like a hobbit. See, he saw all the love you guys were giving to each other, and he's like, they'll, they'll help me out. Yeah, of they'll course. build me up. <laughs> they'll boost me up. Me. We're like promise keepers like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so we used to have this event uh, that we did kind of pre-COVID, and uh, it, it started in Hawking Hills. Yeah. And mm. one of my favorite memories of all time and I, I, I feel so bad that Brad and Jose couldn't be there because they would have loved this. But I remember when we had the two cabins in Hawking Hills and waking up one day and watching like Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Lethal Enforcer or something of that nature? I uh, missed a couple of them because I was in the other cabin and I yeah. would come over and you guys were glued to movies <laughs> over there that, that first year, right? Yeah, yeah, but even that first one, yeah, 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 I was there. But even that night, I had brought the projector, and then at your cabin, we had put the screen up so you could sit in the pool and watch films. We watch rapping, and we watch rapping, which was one of the greatest audience participation moments I've ever had. I I feel like BC Butcher would have been like one of the greatest watches we could have ever had with other people. I'm trying to remember if we watched Miami Connection there on the big screen or not. No, I think I don't. It wasn't on the big screen, um, but I, yeah. I that was on a my smaller My father. One. <laughs> yeah, my father. <laughs> but, but we watched, you I know, Roddy Piper, movie. Billy Blanks, uh, Back in Action, stuff like that. Um, yeah. The movie with the. I think BC Butcher would have fitted nicely. Yeah, BC Butcher would have been. Earth Girls yeah. are easy. We did. Earth we did that one. Stupid. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yes, Earth Girls but is you know, easy. Fun. You know, I got to tell you, this is. In some ways, I mean, obviously, the experience of people who know each other or have like-minded mm-hmm. tastes watching something like as a group watch, like I think I probably would have enjoyed this so much more than Scooter and I watching it because, like, Scooter was like, "Oh, this looks interesting. I'd love to watch it." And then afterwards, he was like, <laughs> "He was like, can we throw this out? If you're not going to watch it again, can we throw it out?" And I'm like, uh, "That's, just, that's- you know." 10 times more funny if you know Scooter. That, that's why I'm laughing. Yes. Because 
I can imagine. Sage the house a little. Yeah. yeah. So, so also this is why <laughs> this is also why I hope that like exhibition doesn't die because even though you're going into a theater of strangers, that experience, that that group experience of watching something, a horror movie, a mm. comedy, or whatever, it's so wonderful. You know, it I just I don't it know. is. I, it, yeah, it'll make or break an experience, right? Or or your opinion in film. I mean. I, yeah. I know probably everybody else on this except, and I'll I'll speak for you, Sammy. I think Sammy and I love this film just because of our our experience together watching it because we had a blast. Yeah. And uh, Brad, you you would probably hate this idea, but if we ever decide to do like a not a bomb <laughs> film festival, I would definitely put this towards the midnight yes. after everybody's been drinking for a while because I think oh, this yeah. would go over oh, like yeah. gangbusters with um a midnight uh audience <laughs> you certainly just, couldn't start it with you certainly couldn't start like a no. marathon with well, us. No, people would walk to... but i think you could squeeze it right in the middle and then when you have yeah, happy hour like, and you're like look dude all, all the brewskis they're free half and, price are free yeah then throw yeah. this on there i think it would be amazing now if yeah. we had her at our film festival that would put me one degree closer to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And maybe that was Lloyd, maybe that was Lloyd Kaufman's angle all along. Oh shit. <laughs> oh wow. Hey man, you gotta have more feet in this movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about their feet. They walk around that backyard quite a bit barefooted, and you can tell they're they're not loving it. They're walking. Oh, yes. I, I I love the other random kids that are like under 10 that are just <laughs> hanging around. And yeah. there, there, there's moments in this where I think that's family. Yeah, I do too. But that's yeah. probably that's your the, younger brothers and sisters, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And that's it gives it humanity. It reminds me of like this is a homemade movie, and that they're looking right. at the camera. That this is really probably not in a million years <laughs> they think anyone would see it. Yeah, to be looking, honest, looking right down that lens, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one day a bunch of friggin' horror movie movie shitheads who think they know shit can be like this movie was like I don't know stupid like listen it would have been a lot better if it had titties in it where my titties look Spike Lee has titties in his film I don't understand (laughs) we used to make uh, what are you gonna do fake episodes of cops when I was that age, oh. my my friend had a video camera. I bet those aged really well. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But that was one of the many things that we'd make little movies and stuff, and they were not too dissimilar from this. <laughs> yeah. Do you have but those? Were people t- looking I mean, at the are, camera. Do those exist? Yeah. Like you can, we can actually watch those. My friend has. He dug some up. Uh, I would love that. That. He sent to me a while back, but I got to figure out where I put them. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Oh, I'll see we if I can need find to see those, man. This we would be private viewing only. No, no, no. Yeah, we're not going to put it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the next time yeah, yeah. we're over in the backyard, you have to show them. Yes. yes. That yeah. sounds so, good. It props to uh, Kansas because, yes, yeah, she did make a film, and that's been something I wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. And so we will give yeah. her props for that. And I will say that, yeah, I think i made films when i was 10 or 11 with my camcorder and i'm sure they weren't good and there was probably some stereotypical stuff in there too but mm. i my movie was never picked up by lloyd kaufman and people were what if he what if he does it now what if lloyd kaufman buys our old kid movies 
And he re-edits yes. them together into a super edit like that tells <laughs> a story. That'd be amazing. And then there's a wraparound found footage thing. Yeah. And yes. it's build his own. So and, then, yes. and, then, and then at the very end, Spike Lee comes up and says, he got titties. <laughs> well, I was Dude, just going to ask Brad, a- of the films that you have done, did you fall into any of the uh, tropes like the magical Negro trope when you were doing your films? <laughs> I mean, most of ours were like stunt stuff. Like, so we yes. would jump out of like a, our tree house and do a bunch of stupid stuff like that. Luckily, I like never broke a bone, but. There was points where you're like, yeah, I probably should have died there. But so were you doing action reels as a kid? Yeah. We were doing like action films. Nice. Good. Were there any, you guys are, you're all familiar with the Raiders kids, right? Yeah. 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 That's what makes me think about that. Every time I'm setting fire to stuff and (laughs) I'm like, holy cow. Lots of fire. I remember like we would take, you know, you would take your spray paint cans and you would spray it and do the lighter in front of it. It was like, We throw spray paint, uh, spray paint, spray paint. It can't. Spray paint spray pans. Paint. Spray paint pans. Spray paint pans. What in the hell are you uh, saying, sir? Spray paint. Where's Duck Duck when you need Taint spray. Duck Duck. There he is. Yes. But we would throw those in a big fire, and then we'd stand in front of it and try to run away from it. <laughs> what? God, are you serious? Genius. That, that yeah. is, oh my God, how are you alive? Boys are stupid. And you would take Roman candles and make them into guns and then you would shoot them. Yes, yeah. we did yeah, that. But, but the Roman candles out, we would, was, they always smell like ass. I don't know where they came from. Yeah. <laughs> An ass. <laughs> oh my God. How did we all survive childhood is the question. Boys are now. stupid. Thank true. you, Amy. We are <laughs> very stupid. True. We're incredibly yes. stupid. We are. We are stupid. That's why I only have nine fingers. For yeah. real? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow, I am stupid. Bend over and I'll show you. Oh. Hey. Hey. That sounds like a blanky spanky moment. <laughs> oh, blanky spanky. Oh, you remember that line when he's like, oh, blanky spanky. Yeah, yeah. No. That's right when he gave her the. Blank. Oh, he did. Yeah. That's right. He said blanky. Blanky spanky. spanky. Blanky spanky. <laughs> we were laughing so hard when Cato Kalen was talking. I don't even know if I caught all the dialogue he had. Oh my God. I mean, we were cackling. We were laughing so hard. It was unbelievable. I'm telling you, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say this is one of my favorite viewings from this year <laughs> that we saw because we laughed hysterically for an hour. Yeah. If I had been in a better mood, I might have. <laughs> He just, you know. he just shaved. He was like, uh, yeah, exactly. I was in a fine enough mood. I mean, I have to look at you now, but um, exactly. Naked face. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, not that funny to me. Yeah. Same here. You, I, think- you know, this should have been called Breaking Jose because you found it. You found the movie that, <laughs> no! that, like, that I will that not watch again. That I would never. Yes. <laughs> exactly. We're going to make you, you watch it again some- with us and yeah. you're going to love it. I guarantee it. <laughs> I'll let you borrow some of my spray tank cans. <laughs> <laughs> Blanky Spanky. Blanky Spanky, Jose. How much do you think Kato Kalen got paid for this? Like $37? and a pound of weed. Yeah. yeah. Are you telling know. me he took money from a, uh, like a teenager to be in a movie? He's like, she no, said, in cash, uh, in, in an envelope, in, like, in, in I, large bills. Can I live in your like pool house for a year? That was so? it. 
I promise trim- nothing is- will happen. <laughs> the yeah. trivia said that, that's uh, never gone bad for Kato at all. Living in someone's ever yeah. right, <laughs> he's gonna witness her. She's gonna cut somebody's head off. Uh, no, but uh, she busts tables to pay for it. Apparently, so yeah. when you think about it, Kato Kalen may have taken this teenage girl's summer job busing tables money to say blanky spanky. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Or she, had or to hear she waited on him and said that they weren't going to tip her. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe she waited on it. Why don't you go like to college free, free coffee for a year? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. probably what it was. I'll be honest. What's yeah. that? She yeah. probably waited on him and Kadeem Artist was like, oh, hey. Maybe. And she said, hey, I'm making a movie just around the block in my backyard. How would you like free lunch? <laughs> and he was like, cool. cool. My mom makes in chicken and stovetop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, they, probably had to gather, they probably had to gather their own lunch. I'd imagine you have oh to gather God, it. Foraging. They went gathering and foraging. Yeah, they had to plus tiger meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, Brad. We'll we'll just walk through this questionnaire because I I think I think we're getting close to the breaking point with you. So uh, neatly dressed and groomed tonight, which was nice. Um, hey, thank gross you. fine motor function. I I kind of I I labeled you as rigid. You were very rigid this evening. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't on my game as much as I wanted to be. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's right. Get, and and I thought it brought your manual dexterity score down to a uh, fair. To be quite honest, I'm I'm just I'm just putting that. He did. Uh, I'll show you. I'll show you dexterity. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> you see where that? Didn't you see where that one finger went? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, he did have he did have issues with English there for a second. So. He did. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Eye contact, very avoidant this evening. You just mm-hmm. you, you didn't look at anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I was ashamed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Vision. I'm. I'm going to say intact for appointment purposes because I don't. I don't think there's anything impaired. What does, what does but hearing, obviously, based on your experience, limited. So you had hearing difficulty <laughs> during this one. <laughs> Verbal comprehension of questions or instructions. A lot of quacking tonight. I don't think you uh, passed yeah. that one. Oh. Um, I was looking for the word synergy, and I couldn't. I couldn't pull it from my brain. <laughs> I swear to God, when I see you in person, I'm punching you straight. Oh. <laughs> you know, I told you for the first 10 minutes, I thought that was just Sam's laugh. <laughs> You've met the man. You've known him for years. You I've know he doesn't laugh like that. I thought it changed. I thought something <laughs> changed. Like a duck. I mean, it, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, for speech, um, we have word finding difficulty, unfortunately. Rate of speech is pressured. Um, volume, I'm putting variable because you threatened me, um, <laughs> intonation, uh, flat or monotone at times mm. affect. I'm going to put variable as well. You're a little off your game tonight. Is that mm. affect or Aflac? <laughs> oh, good point. Aflac. <laughs> Aflac. There it goes. I oh, am like, so I am like Ben Affleck. True. <laughs> um, mood. Sad. You look very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not only was I sad, I had to watch this, but I didn't get to watch it with you guys, and I had, yeah, had to hear yeah, you guys that, remind me over and over. Uh, and yeah, we watched true. it together. Okay, I'm putting yeah. extra sad then. Yeah, um, that does kind of suck though. Yeah. How was your sleep? Feelings pattern? of envy. Yeah. Feelings of envy. <laughs> did, were you able to sleep well, or did you have problems with that? No, I sleep great. You sleep great. Okay, mm-hmm. we're putting good there. Sleep of the just. How was your appetite? <laughs> Your appetite, uh, Brad. How was your appetite? I mean, I, strangely, I needed some like duck or quail, so I don't okay, know. Okay, we're putting variable. 
Um, like greasy bird. <laughs> for greasy meat. Yeah, for thought process, I'm putting other um, broke. Other. Uh, yeah. Thought content, delusional. Broke? And motivation effort. I'm going to say limited motivation. This thing to seem kind of take you down a notch. I think wow. I think we're really yeah, close. You know, right on the edge of breaking you, Brad. I really... Yeah. I, I still don't feel like this broke him. Again, I, I feel like it broke Jose more than like Jose even admitted. Mm-hmm. That. I feel yeah. like it broke yeah. Jose more than it broke Brad. That's so. called collateral luckily, damage. Luckily, luckily, it's only Look, fifty minutes long. I, if it was know, an hour and a half, I wouldn't have shown up. I know a lot of people that listen to these things know a lot of us, and uh, if they don't know us, they feel like they know us because a lot of them have been listening to it for a long time. So every now and then you get new listeners. So for the new listeners who don't know, Jose is easily. One of the most fun-loving film fans you'll ever meet. Absolutely. For, for yes. Jose to dislike a movie, it has to be something pretty special. Uh, yes, because I bad. said, I yeah. hate that movie, Ultraviolet. And then Jose will go, I love that movie. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, good, it's so right? great. Yes. Yes. Do you know the fighting? Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> so we've we've he, done. Four... They call me he who loves Morbius and Electra. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we might have to do an experiment on you, Jose, and find the one movie you don't like. Well, we found it. There you well, go. We found it. Yeah, you did. Electra. You found it. <laughs> to be so, fair, I like Ishtar, so. Yeah, well. Oh. Like uh, there's a camel scene in Ishtar that makes me laugh every time, but it's it's a lot of work to get to that camel to scene. To get to that camel scene. I'm yeah. so jealous of those two girlfriends in Ishtar. They got to leave and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we uh, we've done four experiments so far this year. Uh, we started out with Ginger Dead Man starring Gary mm-hmm. Busey. Um, the mm. Apple with Mary uh, Catherine Stewart Sauer. Um, we also did, <laughs> yes. uh, okay. last month, I, I think we talked, which went off the rails, LaQuisha and, yeah. and now we've done BC butcher. So Brad, do you have a ranking order at all? I, I do. So, uh, surprisingly, number one is BC butcher. Oh, oh. Number, ah, there you go. Number two is the apple. That's, I that's saw, so yeah. wrong. Number that's three so wrong. is ginger dead man. <laughs> number four is still LaQuisha. Really? What is Laquisha would rank a little higher? You haven't oh, seen Laquisha, Freddie. Oh, <laughs> never seen it. Brad, Why do you want to do you want to tell them what Laquisha is? <laughs> I think you might need to grow your beard back before you watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should. So imagine you couldn't get a job, so you decided that you're going <gasps> to act like a black woman. And you guys gonna... told me about. <laughs> oh shit! At horror, how now I remember. Yes. I was like, oh, oh no, you can't do that. So, Surprisingly, the... it's not as racist as you think it is. So he doesn't. He doesn't do the full like, you know, white chicks or soul man thing. It's all over the radio. But uh-huh. he, you know, he he put he puts in a demo tape where he's okay. pretending to be. It's not you know, as bad a as black w- a black woman dishing out advice. I yeah. I will say this: go back and listen to our episode. We, we I will. I, yeah. <laughs> listen, we we started we started going down this path of everybody came to the discussion thinking, all right, Brad's just gonna be angry and we're gonna make fun of Laquisha, and it turned into this whole social commentary episode for an hour and a half where we went we went place, which lends me to believe Laquisha is freaking brilliant. At that point, if it if it creates that kind of conversation, it's it's ridiculous. But yeah, is go it a comedy? To is that the idea? It's, it's supposed to be a comedy. Back it's together. A comedy. 
Well, it we al- they we almost solved the world's problems. We did. We solved <laughs> we solved all of the race Allison. issues in our hour and a half conversation of Laquisha. Then we re- recreated all those problems with this show. Yes. Hey, hey, Brad, have you have you haven't gotten near a garbage pail kids the movie yet? No, I've seen that before though. You've seen it before. See, okay. we talked about a few. I was like, "What about cats? That's the worst thing ever." And he was like, "I don't know. It was fine." I couldn't even fathom. The, the past with John Leguizamo is, is my breaking. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, I yeah. fucking I love that, that movie. movie. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, see, I, I want to. So funny. So, so terrible. Jose, stop. It's terrible. But pick, oh, you're insane. <laughs> our friend Dustin will do the it. whole rap. No. Uh, oh, yes. Somebody that can rap the whole thing, and it's like, no. Never. No stinky dinkies. Never. I'm going to be like, do it, do it, do it again, do it. Again. <laughs> so, so John Leguizamo is at Baltimore comic-con and of course, Tabitha loves it. So she has to, she has to go get his autograph. So I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not doing it. So <laughs> of course she's up there getting pictures. She's talking to him forever. And I'm in the back, like pest sucks. <laughs> I love John Leguizamo. Did That's you? the thing. I love him. Did he hear you? But no. like, I can't, <laughs> I can't abide that movie. And also I worry if I ever did meet him that I would immediately put my foot in my mouth and be like, you know, Summer of Sam was pretty great, but good God, the pest Man. was fucking garbage. <laughs> I got that is why I did not go up. We've got in our bedroom, his, his comic book, like memoir thingy, autographs. Yeah. He's got all these pictures of him. I, I knew if I went up there with him, I was going to say something about the pest. So I just kindly, it's her it's moment. It is yeah. right. Yeah, I was not going to ruin it. So, and he doesn't deserve to hear that about this movie he made. Oh God, twenty some odd years ago, that I was forced to watch. Super twice. Mario Brothers is bad too, dude. He's trying to go out. He's trying to make the pest too. I mean, the man is needs he? to be stopped. Stop <gasps> really? right now. Stop. Here's the problem with me. I'd watch it as much as <laughs> yes. I hate the pest. I go back to the well over and over again uh, because I always want my mind to be changed. Oh. Well. Okay, okay, Goonies, Goonies packed. <laughs> when the movie, when Pest 2 comes out, we all watch it together. All right. I'm in, Jose. Fuck in. We all go to a theater and we watch it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'd do it. Yeah. yeah. We'll Freddy, come to you. I, I mean, the, the, the odds of me watching, if somebody tells me a movie's absolutely terrible, I mean, that just takes it right off the list. A little it bit, right? Your interest. It does, yeah. <laughs> Amy, Amy at Horrorhound was giving me the list of films that she she's like, "This was terrible." And as soon as I saw it, I thought of you, Troy. And of course, it's on my watch list now. So, it's the chance. Oh, it was a guy from Brooklyn. It was a guy. The yeah. guy from Brooklyn. The guy. Oh, from the Brooklyn. guy from Brooklyn. Yeah. 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 Can't wait to watch it. So, Brad, would you like to hear about experiment number five? Yeah, for Ooh. May, right? Yes. For yes, May. Let's hear it. Uh, so here's the thing. I know how much you like action films and I thought we should be a little nice after doing this film, give you something that's in your wheelhouse. Right. Mm -hmm. And we searched high and low, really low, like really, really, really low (laughs) for this film. And, uh, I think next week we're going to talk about 1981's classic directed by Eddie Nicart starring Wang Wang. (laughs) called oh. for your height only as soon as you said eddie nickart i knew what it was <laughs> okay. is this a little a little person I, movie it is yeah. a little person movie that is a parody of a james bond film from i think taiwan is that right sammy yeah uh, no it is the uh it's the philippines philippines yes 
So yes, represent my home yeah. country. Um, Wang Wang. There's a whole documentary searching for Wang Wang if you want to do some extra stuff on it. But it's over. I'll show you. It's on. <laughs> I'm a married lady. It's on Tubi. It's on the, Tubi. Uh, Wait, what's what's it called? Up in the Heights. What, for what? your, your height, height only. Oh. Yeah. For your it's height in oh, the heights Jesus. by Lynn Manuel. Yeah, yes. Miranda. Here's here's the that broke me. Yeah, I wish Lynn Manuel Miranda would take the wing wing story and turn that into a musical. That would be amazing. Yeah. Go. So here here's he, the plot he's, summary. He's, he's Agent Double O. Yeah. Because he's short. Mister Giant has kidnapped the brilliant Doctor Van Kohler and is planning to use the Doctor's invention, the N bomb. Um. You the, cannot give Brad this white man yeah. these kinds of movies for him to review yeah. because then what is that, is that a mag- that to him? He's gonna get canceled I mean, by Twitter. Is that a magical <laughs> in bomb? Yeah, I need <laughs> <laughs> to call Spike Lee. To hold the world hostage. <laughs> the only one who oh can God. foil Mr. Giant's evil scheme is Agent Double O, a three foot tall Filipino martial arts master, expert marksman, top class romancer, and all around super spy. Can Agent Double O rescue Dr. Kohler before it's too late? You ever mm. seen this, Brad? Oh, my God. He looks like an Asian Deep Roy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Isn't Deep Roy Asian? Like, <laughs> Indian. But Indian. You, yeah. you know Sorry. What <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what I meant. Or maybe you didn't. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I would recommend if you watch this, watch the film before you watch the documentary on Wing Wing. The documentary is a, it gets a little dark in spots. Yeah, it does. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. No, that's uh, Filipino. Also, it like, says he's, you know, no. It offense. says he's agent three and a half. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> no offense to anybody of Filipino descent, including you, Jose. But I mean, they, they when they did their exploitation films, they really took advantage of things. They did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I assume well, you've never seen this, Brad. Can't blame him for ambition. I, I have. I have oh, not right. seen this. No. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Under the Rainbow? Oh, Chevy Chase. That movie's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Chevy Chase one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was obsessed with little people movies when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Wow. Really? I I don't know. I think it's because I maybe identified with little people, you know? I wasn't until the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my my God. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that genre. And that's just which which I stumbled upon. That's just the stuff which I stumbled upon and is. Anyway, whatever. This is that's a whole. Okay. Other hey, look, I want to talk about Night of the Living podcast real quick. Uh, you uh, guys, not, not after that. No, but <laughs> you delivered. We're classy. Segways right into it. Right in. You guys delivered one of my. Let me see them titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Brad! You guys delivered one of my favorite months ever, and I and this was inspired by Kelly, right? The whole oh, monster the monarch. Yeah, the monarch. The- the yeah. Godzilla movies, or well, I guess the Kong and Godzilla. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly is Mr. Godzilla. He's big kaiju man. Yeah, it's I, like I his mean, thing. What an amazing month! I had so much fun listening to every episode. Do you want to kind of tell everybody what you guys did? Uh, so Kelly, who's one of our co-hosts, is is I just said Mr. Godzilla, and um, so he picked out of the new crop of Godzilla movies, um, Kong Skull Island. Uh, all of them but Godzilla. King of the Monsters and and Godzilla versus Kong, which we just did. So we watched those three movies and talked about them. And it I had seen the first three. Um hadn't seen Godzilla versus Kong yet. And I like thought I liked them or whatever, but hadn't really like digested them or like thought about them. So it's so cool to watch them together like that. 
and to see the mythology they were trying to do with this monarch and with the monsters. But basically, it's just like you get to Godzilla versus Kong, and just the whole time you're going, "Oh, that's so cool!" And, that and then it's just you're screaming <laughs> at the TV. It was fun too because Kelly exciting. is so enthusiastic about these movies that it's literally we can just come in here and be like, "I hit record," and I'm like, "Kelly, talk about Godzilla." Yeah. And I'm like, I can man. just sit there and smile at him the whole time because it's like listening to a kid talk about it. Yeah. It was. It was so much fun. Uh, it made me go back and start revisiting him, sort of playing along with you guys. And uh, we had talked about King Kong Lives at the beginning, which was kind of funny. You did Kong Skull Island at the same time. And it put me on this whole, okay, I got to go find all these monkey movies I haven't seen. So I tracked down. Uh, He's not a monkey. You can't say yeah. that. Don't, don't come mad. into our podcast with your science. Okay. So just, I'm just saying Kelly will find out. Try, <laughs> and then you guys will have to talk about it. Uh, Sammy, what's going on with Gentleman's Guide? Uh, same old, same old. Just plugging along. Uh, we just did Millionaires Express. Samuel Hung's Millionaires Express. Yes. Yeah, Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Um, that was a lot of fun. We got, uh, we got you guys on as we're recording this. Uh, we got Brad, Troy, and Jose on with me to do Steven Seagal's Mark for Death. So we get to talk about uh, Mark for Death. Is that the one with the, the TV antenna kill? I, or am I thinking of a different one? Uh, it might be. That's the one with the voodoo angle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it might be that one. That one. That, that one's the one that's probably out of all of his films, probably the most gory, I think, of all of his films. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It is super hardcore. Uh, and last but definitely not least, because I'm actually listening to this week's episode, Renfield. Um, yeah. But do you want to kind of talk about which I'm on? By the way, I'm on that episode. That's right. Oh, so you, you want to talk yes. about Watch Skip Plus? I was just one big just sharing partners with everybody. Yes. Yeah. Swapping, swapping right, baby. partners, spraying keyboard left and right. <laughs> It's a keyboard Put your party. Keys yeah. in this bowl. <laughs> How do you get COVID 2024? So just watch out. <laughs> so uh Overwatch Skip Plus uh Thursday, we will premiere our review of Evil Dead Rise. Uh, which was uh yeah, uh, I think we had some in interesting thoughts on that. And then unfortunately, after that, I Red's gonna be away for like the weekend friends and stuff like that. So I think we either are not going to have an episode or it'll just be me potentially reviewing some television shows that are premiering. So, I mean, yeah. all you got to do is reach into the goldfish bowl, man. There's, mm -hmm. there's pull a set of keys out, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just ask. The word on the street is that NOTLP crew is really charismatic and they're great on podcasts. I'm just saying. Oh, Troy. Lies. lies. Freddie, Amy. As soon as we're done here, I'll be texting you, begging you to come back on a not a bomb episode. You sweet boy, shut up. No, we we got to have you on. <laughs> we love you so much. Um, You're all sweet boys. Yeah. Sammy, Jose, thank you once again for, and I, I apologize, Jose. We we didn't mean to break you. The intent was to break Brad. <laughs> yes. We knew there was going to be some collateral damage. No. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Jose and I and any other guest are going to be all like collateral damage for this whole project mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i was gonna say side side effects right yep. so i'm just it. telling you we're right now when trying we get... to break brad and we're gonna break everybody else mm -hmm. yeah including you troy you're gonna break yourself watch it'll, it'll happen uh we're saving some doozies for the last four months i gotta be honest with you if if brad gets through the summer i think we made bets at the beginning i don't think he'll last through the summer he'll call it off 
<laughs> but if he does, oh, I don't think he'll call it. I don't think he'll call it off. By the time we get to October, November, December, he's gonna be mm. just a bowl of jello. Um, <laughs> he won't be able to put two sentences together. It's gonna be terrible. It might change the way you see movies in general too. What do you, you hear by, by Andrew Dice Clay? Uh, jello versus jam, uh, or j- <laughs> jelly versus jam? Uh, joke, yeah. Troy. Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, do it. Why? What's the difference between jelly and jam? I, I don't know. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, try I again. I can't. I can't. I can't. You can't. You can't tell. I can't tell you up your ass. Yeah. We, yeah. 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 Okay. He wants to. He was studying is he wants to take. BC Butcher and jelly it up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Duck pate. Okay. <laughs> it was funnier when you were just laughing at it. With I know. I'm, I'm trying to find as much humor in life as I can now. Because I know, feel you. Life uh, is short. In mm-hmm. 50 yep. minutes of it has been wasted on BC Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, poor Brad. You're a patient man. Uh, I agree. All right, folks. Actually, it's more like an hour and 25 minutes. <laughs> Stopping and starting. Stop. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. All right. Well, hey, uh, stay tuned for next month when we talk for your height only. Man, that's going to be an experience. Are you not going to talk about what we have coming up on our show? Well, go yeah. ahead, Brad. You guys got a regular show? <laughs> we, yeah, do. we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You mean you, you guys do a show with? Oh, well, that's right. You guys don't actually do a show without at least one of us at some point. In time. I was gonna that's say usually, <laughs> this is pretty much the core crew at this point. Yeah. Uh, so we recently recorded. So if you're listening to this, yeah, our last episode, episode 150, was a double feature of Mr. Andrew Dice Clay. We did Adventures of Ford Fairlane and Brain Smasher. A love, love story. story. Yeah. And then we are going to record for the next episode, 1992's Stay Tuned. Yeah. Oh, I love that John Ritter, Which was nice. a staple on HBO growing up. I know every word to that movie. Yeah, I, I think is what's interesting Peter Himes is... Peter Himes flick? Peter Himes? Yeah, I think so. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it is a Peter Himes jam, yeah. This, love it. it Jelly. Jelly. Yeah. I, I feel Peter like... Himes it right up your ear. <laughs> <laughs> this year's all been pretty much the nineties for us. I feel like we've stayed around 90, 91, 92. Um, and then the other thing I was looking at is Brad and I keep track of which movies we rate as a bomb or not a bomb so far this year. I have not rated anything as a bomb. Brad has rated several. <laughs> uh, he Troy did. has the wide eyed innocence of me yeah. five years ago. Yeah, he Maybe, does. maybe 10 years ago. When did my taste become uh where i couldn't cope anymore when you broke me with uh i feel like i used to be the guy like you jose where it's like he loves everything he'll watch anything and now i'm like i'm like it's a toss-up man i have no idea if my humanity (laughs) can take much more wakanda forever made him it triggered him (laughs) yeah i was like this movie is too sad too sad and now that he's been mad ever since at every movie oh man i'm sorry yeah, thank you. You just I need to watch it. more movies with us, and it'll mm-hmm. come back. Yeah, it'll come right back. Yeah, I need yeah. it, man. Yeah, if you watch BC Butcher with Troy and I, you'll have a blast. <laughs> you will have a blast. I guarantee. Yeah. You. A lot Better of fil- than serotonin. A lot of, yeah, a lot of fluid swapping. Show <laughs> me them titties. Yes. Um, so, uh, Brad, 
I guess. I guess it's the end of the show, right? It is. All right. You I have one. I have, okay. <laughs> oh my it God. Is. I have one request for you, Brad. Yes. Don't look at my butt. No, don't look at me. Oh, <laughs> You're looking at my butt, Brad. Don't look at my butt. Quack, quack. <laughs> looking at my butt. Booby slip. We'll booby see slip. everybody next month. Peek a booby. <laughs> <laughs>